Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast Sunday recap. Uh, we skipping Sunday night again, dog. It's the afternoon times, just getting dark. Just got finished watching some football. I'm with the best co-host in the world, my man Max a million. That's the first time I say that. It sounds kind of weird. What Maximilian? <laughs> well, Maximilian. I, didn't know, I didn't know how to spell my own name until I was like in fifth grade because no one told me. But that whatever. is fucking depressing. I'm a depressing but... type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing today, Max? I'm good, bro. I just I don't know how you feel. I just turned in my papers for my Laker fanship this year. I've already turned them in. Just getting a head start Sheesh. on next year. I was just curious if 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 I should save you a spot in line. Uh, nah. Riding with them, I I root for the Raiders, bro. I burned through worse. All right, I had a fucking Cowboy fan today tell me that uh, he knows about teams folding. You don't know shit about folding. All right, I know about my team folding. All right, I'm a fan of the Vegas Raiders and the Lakers as of right now. But I, it's just this podcast got off kind of weird, bro, because I called you by your government name. Yeah, just never right. do that. Sorry, Juan <laughs> B. I, I mean, I know, right? Fucking government names thrown out and shit. Juan Blaine. But uh, <laughs> overall thoughts on the weekend, man. I mean, the games were kind of eh. Well, I mean, eh. it's a it's a shit show. I think this whole NFL week is be has been like Urban Meyer's tenure in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's been a shit show. Jesus, Christ. can we start with that, please? Yeah, we, please. We, we literally finished the pod Thursday, uh, Wednesday, and yeah. I think later that night it was like Urban Meyer's fired, and I was like, <laughs> "What's for you the think, content? What you think, Juan?" Uh, first reaction: not surprised at all. Um, the only thing that really shocked me was the timing of it. Like they did it on Wednesday. You would think when you fire your head coach, it will be on a Monday after a game, you know, but it was right after the Josh Lambeau stuff, which is damning to say the least. Right. I mean, look, it comes down to this, man. Um, Urban Myers is a fraud. He's a fraud, bro. Like the best way to put it. He's like a fucking politician. What are politicians known for? They're going to throw shit onto your face telling you they're going to do this, they're that, they're this, I'm this kind of person. But in reality, they're not. They're liars. They're snakes. They go against their beliefs and they don't have anything grounded. Like, they're frauds. That's the way I think of politicians. They're straight up frauds. And that's what Urban Meyer is. A straight up fraud. And guys in the NFL are not going to fly with that type of shit, man. These are grown men that you're coaching. And you're over here disrespecting not only players, but you're disrespecting your own coaching staff. And just just an FYI on people who just don't know how coaching staffs work in the NFL for the most part. The NFL coaching tree is relatively a circle of like it's a revolving door should i say the same coaches are always coaching every single year for the past like 30 30 plus years max all they do is just change teams 
all these linebacker coaches, these wide receiver coaches, for the most part, these guys have been in the league for years. But just, you know, they go to team to team. That's the way the NFL works as far as coaching, as what I know. So a lot of these guys are respected. They've been coaching for a long time. And for a guy to just come into the NFL as his first coaching job and disrespecting some of these guys, it's just asinine, bro. You're just asking for trouble. And from the outside looking in, putting myself into one of the player's shoes, I'm not going to respect a guy like that. How am I going to respect you when you don't even respect my own position, coach? It, you can tell a lot, one, by people, by how they treat people under them. Like if I'm your boss and say we work somewhere and I treat you like shit, I have no right to, first of all. And two, it doesn't take a big man to talk shit to somebody beneath them. It takes a big man to treat somebody with the same respect and say, hey, you're on the same level as me. And Urban Meyer just wasn't that. Do you think this effectively ends his chance of ever being a head coach in the NFL again? Yeah, I think it's toast. I think, I it's, think it's well deserved, though. You did a great yeah. job in fucking up your career. And I wish they won today just to show it to him. Uh, he's a loser of a human being. Yeah, he's a good coach at whatever you want to say in college. But first of all, the video of him being caught with his without his wife was damning, and he lied to the team. That's That's the biggest thing. That's the hugest thing right there. What you just said, Max, he lied to the team. It wasn't because he was out with an with a uh another girl knowing the fact that he's married. Everyone else has their own different beliefs, right? People have open relationships, some people, you know, Shout are out old to Will school. Smith. You know what I mean? Like uh like I don't I don't care about that. You live your life, bro. I'm not trying to get into marriage counseling here and how to live life. But the main problem with that wasn't the fact that he was out, wasn't the fact with the girl. It was the fact that he lied to his team. And what's the oldest saying, Max, that everyone's grandma seems to tell everyone? It's if you're lying, you know you're doing something wrong. You know you're doing something wrong. So he know he was doing something wrong. That's why he lied. This is a catastrophe for Jacksonville. This is what I'm afraid of, one, happening. Two things. One, Trevor Lawrence. He's the crown jewel of this draft. He's been the number one pick since he got to college. But how many times have you seen a number one pick quarterback? Let's just take Alex Smith, for example. First year, he has a coach. Fired, bringing a new coordinator, learning a new system. He's not looking good. Then, hey, oh, the third year, someone else. And then after that third year one, it doesn't matter how good you were coming out. You're a bust. We're never going to give you the respect. And it's just a slippery slope. And that's what I'm worried about. I don't know if it's going to happen in Trevor Lawrence, but so far the groundwork's kind of being laid. Like this is like the worst case scenario I could say of stability around him. This was the worst case scenario. Yeah. But you know what, though, man? It's crazy that <laughs> Urban Myers had one of the best quarterback prospects of all time. Like you put, what, fit the last 15 number one overall pick quarterbacks. Excuse me. And you line them up. Who's going who's going above Trevor Lawrence? What Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck. That's about maybe. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm I think anyone as a prospect has not been better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you take him over Sam Bradford, you take him over Stafford, you take him over 
um, Baker Mayfield. The list goes on. And you fail with Trevor Lawrence. You know how many coaches would kill to have Trevor Lawrence? Look at the 49ers. You don't think the 49ers will trade Trey Lance right now for Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> so fucking quick as Edwards. So bro. quick. That's how that's how highly touted Trevor Lawrence is. And this just goes to the fact that Urban Myers fucked up this kid's career for at least a year. And it's a shame, dude. He has to go through the process of getting a new offense coordinator, like you said. He won't be the first, though. He is definitely not the first. I have faith that he can get it together, and it won't be as big of a deal because it seems like just a lot of guys just get the, the shitty end of the stick when it comes to coordinators. Like, it's rare that a guy like Lamar Jackson's, for instance, he's had G-Row in his ear for every snap of his professional career. That's an absolute advantage. And then you look at a guy like Derek Carr. I mean, he's going on what? Probably his eighth guy calling plays for him. Those are eight different philosophies, eight different methods, eight different ways of thinking. So many different voices in your head. That's It's ridiculous. I agree with you on. I'm just... I'm honestly flummoxed that this situation degraded so quickly. I mean, I'm happy. I, I posted a Reddit comment one when the news broke saying, let's, because they were saying the Jags don't pan, plan to pay him. And I said, um, we should kick him, then we should pay him. And then I got like 600 likes. So I was feeling good. But overall, this is a 10 out of 10 catastrophe, maybe nine out of 10. Bobby Petrino was really bad. I think him and Urban kind of steal the cake. Petrino promised one. I'm reading this word for word promised. Arthur Blank, he would not leave Atlanta. 24 hours, he was gone. And he left He left word that he was leaving through a laminated note in his office. It yeah, just said, I'm I, out. I'm I ghost. do remember that. That was one of the worst. Um, Urban Myers, though. I think the social yeah. media makes it worse, too. Like Bobby yeah. Petrino didn't have the social media aspect where it's just like yeah. every two minutes you see a meme or – or you see a player come out, and I don't think the NFL players will come out 10 years ago and say my coach is this big of an asshole like Josh Lambeau did. I think right. players' empowerment is a lot bigger in the NFL now than it was, what, five years ago, I'd say, five to six years. Right. Yeah. And you know what, though? This brings up the question. This had me thinking uh, after this happened. Heard a lot of heard a lot of talks from other other shows and radio and saying, like, oh, man, does this – is this the last straw that the NFL has of getting these big time head coaches that coach in college? <laughs> Hell and, no. That ain't gonna stop yeah, exa- these fools. I you know what though, man? As bad as it is, and I know it's bad for Urban, there's just as much like good cases for it. Like, yeah. look at a guy like Cliff Kingsbury. Like, even though he wasn't big time, but I mean, he's had success. Look, look at one that a lot of people forget, and I know he wasn't as big in college, and he's kind of getting that big in college right now as we speak. But Jim Harbaugh. I mean, Jim Harbaugh coached Andrew Luck in Stanford before he came to the Niners and had success. And then now, I mean, going to Michigan, and he's in the college football playoffs now. And, like, that's a big ego, big-time head coach. I, like those, I never liked like Harbaugh one, but I can't deny what he did in San Francisco was first yeah. three years. He turned him into a laughing stock. 
dumpster fire into a contender. And yeah, it went bad one. It went bad at the end. But those three years, the Urban did won two games. Won two games. I mean, come on, those three seasons, they were fucking phenomenal. They they were the second best team in football. They if they were in the AFC, they would have went to the Super Bowl. Every year they were the second best team in football. And the last year that he was there, I mean, they went eight and eight. At and the next end year of they the went two, two and fourteen. So it yeah. just where they they went bad. It's just it's just the case one. It's just this is a this he's a bad apple. I hope he's done yeah. coaching. And but you know, Urban's kind of a douche. He's had some really yeah. bad stuff in his closet. For, just in college, you can talk about Ron. You can talk about the uh, coach who was abusing his wife. He covered up. Talk about some of the Florida characters. Urban's I just mean, not a good dude. I don't know how much he had his hands in this, Max, but we all know those Florida days. I mean, he had kids, drug dealers. He had murderers. I don't know how much. I don't know how much he had to do with it. Urban's the type one where it doesn't matter if you can help the team win, he'll look the other way. That's as clear as day. And I hope we. You know what? What I'm going to blow my load. He is my teabag of the week, bro. If you could throw the graphic up right now, there is no team. Urban Meyer is the teabag of the week. We might change the name of this to the Urban Meyer teabag of the week of the award. But Urban Meyer, you take the cake. If I had to pick my season teabag, uh, it's, it's Urban one. Jeez. Yeah, I'm riding with you with that one, man. I mean, how many times do we have the Jags on here just teabag team of the week? But it should have been Urban. That's <laughs> I know. Crazy. It should have just been Urban. Hey, look. I got I got drawn into it at first, you know, when they first made the signing. I said, okay, like Jags trying to do something. But as soon as like the draft passed and you seen it from the start in the in training camp and in preseason, just all the talks around, I was like, oh shit. Well, this one, I hate well. to make this a thing. I hate to bring this guy up because he did nothing wrong. The guy. Yeah. When he signed Tim Tebow, I was like, this fool's a fucking clown. That's a joke. And then the whole thing with James Robinson, like not yeah. playing him. That's what I have a problem. Car- it's Carlos like, side. Yeah, okay. yeah. I hate that, man. I hate that. It's not you Tim know? Tebow's fault. I just want to say, because he always. No, it's not. He didn't do nothing wrong. He went out there. He tried. But don't give you giving this guy a chance to 31 over other players who are way better. Right. And you don't even yeah. keep him. You're a joke, dude. You're a joke. Yeah. And I mean, it just it kind of messes up the, the rep that these college coaches are going to have because I heard a little bit of rumblings. I don't, I don't think the Raiders should do it, but a lot of people are talking about the dude from Clemson, Dabo Sweeney to come to the Raiders. I don't know. After the whole urban Meyer thing, I don't know. I don't think that's who the Raiders need. I, I don't think they need a guy like that, but that's just my opinion. But hopefully the college coaches don't get so bad rap that they don't even try them. I mean, even a guy like Jim Harbaugh, like Jim Harbaugh, let's say let's say he wins a playoff game, which is probably going to be very slim. But let's say he wins a playoff game in college football, loses in uh, the natty. You know, I can see him coming back to the NFL. Would you say Jim Harbaugh has a better case to come back to the NFL than Nick Saban? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I think Saban's done. Saban has the best job. No, no, no. I'm saying if Saban wanted to leave, if he wanted to go to the NFL and you lined him up, I would hire Harbaugh over him. 
Yeah, that'll be I've tough. You know what though? It depends who. It depends what you got. I agree with you that. You know, I like agree. you know, it depends what team. Like, let's say, I mean, since we're just speaking metaphorically, let's say Bill Belichick just retires, you know, he's too old, says I'm hanging it up. Patriots go straight to Nick Saban. I would say that'll be a pretty smooth transition. That there's just a familiarity with that, just because the coaching right. staff. But I'm saying if I'm like if I'm the Raiders and I got Harbaugh or Saban. I'll take Harbaugh, and that's no slightest statement. I yeah. said, hey, this guy's been a – he was a really good coach for th- basically four years because eight and eight's yeah. not that bad. And you know what? The, that that last year really got real messy with the GM, Trent Bauke. And it just so happened that Bauke's the GM now for the Jags as well. Shout out to so that. Maybe, maybe he's the fucking problem here. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, the X factor. He's the Yeah, not the, the so denominator. this is not – this is not Balky's first time dealing with a college coach and not agreeing with him on stuff. But Hashtag that's bulk. besides the point. Big yeah, bulk. fire Balky. Uh, Jags just move to London at this point. If they if they if they hire a head coach, right? Let's say they hire like Byron Leftwich. You know, that's like a hot coach right now. Uh, and they go six and ten or six and eleven, whatever the record is now. At that at that point, you got to move them to London. You gotta move them to London. Like you gotta, you gotta switch it up. You gotta change it up, because that shit is just fucking trash. Bro, you have a thing about like destroying teams in the NBA and moving NFL teams that I really appreciate. Uh, everything like but it. the Raiders. I fucking got so heated. I was listening to a podcast. Shout out to the Ham and uh, Haberman and Middlecoff podcast. Primarily 49ers podcast, Bay Area sports, but they hate the Raiders, dude. They talk so much shit. And I got so heated because he was like, the Raiders should just think about just rebranding, not even calling them the Raiders, calling them the Las Vegas Gamblers or something. That's and awesome. I got so That's fucking pissed. But I you know need. what? From the outside looking in, I mean, fuck. Like, is he is he wrong? Yes, 100% wrong. You don't I don't take think he's I, that You don't wrong. take something like, iconic and switch it up. He he gave some good points, man. I was pissed. Look, I was pissed. It's hard for me to have an opinion on it because I am a Raider fan. So emotion emotions are in it, you know. But from the outside looking in, without having emotions tied to it, he has a point. Yeah, they have a bunch of history, but what the fuck have they done in the last 15 years or 10 years? You know how everyone says the NFL is better with the Raiders. The NFL is good when the Raiders are winning. It's like the NFL has been doing fine for 15 years. They just been getting big. The NFL is going to be fine. It's just like the basketball is better with the Lakers and Celtics. And basketball is going to go fine without them. Basketball moves on because right. wherever the stars are, the money's at. Right. Just like the Yankees, they ain't been shit the last six years. I know they've had some deep playoff runs, but they ain't won it. Yeah. Ba- baseball still baseball. Yeah. These sports are bigger than the teams. Let me tell you, but you could. People go to high school football games, don't know the players because they love watching football. Right. And you are a Raider fan, one. And I'm, pr- I'm proud to call you my co-host. I'm proud to say you're the best Raider fan I know. <laughs> but I just want to ask you a question. If this was the other way around, the Browns didn't have COVID, the Raiders had COVID, <coughs> there's no way they canceled the game, right? No fucking way. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. How does that make you feel, Juan? Talk to me. Let it out. Bro. I'm used to it. I'm used to it at this point. I'm used to it. I'm fucking used to it at this point. I don't even blink. I don't even blink. I don't start complaining about it like crazy how I usually do. I'm used to it at this point, man. It's it's just out there. Mark Davis 
is a pussy. He's a pussy, dude. Straight up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the language, but that's, that's exactly what he is. I can use more vulgar words, but I'm just going to use that one. He is. He lays down. He's a broke owner. He does not know how to run an organization. Someone has to hold his hand every time and give him a handout. That's, I mean, it's straight up. I was, I was not expecting you to say handout right there. I was expecting <laughs> you to say something else. A little, <laughs> yeah. little hand jibby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. Look, I, I love the Raiders, man. I'm never going to stop loving the Raiders. I'm never going to stop being a fan of, of, of my team, man. But the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, it sucks. I'm over here reminiscing and shit. I got this graphic for you guys before we get into the, the recap. Just just remember this, bro. Playoff bound. Throwback Thursday on a Sunday. Is that Crab on the left? That's Crabtree. It's Mac. Got Car in the middle, man. Playoff bound. Once upon a time. No more. No more of that. But speaking of bad organizations, let's get right into the recap. Cardinals, Lions. Lions won a game. And I don't know if this was a good thing. And I don't know if this was a bad thing because the good news is you guys beat the best team in the NFL record wise. The bad news is you guys lost the number one overall pick. So how do you feel about this? If you're a Lions fan, I'm hyped, hyped. Same. I mean, you're not losing out on Trevor Lawrence. There's no quarterback at the top. I know there's Kayvon Thibodeau, who I love from Oregon. Yeah, but it's you got to win a game. You still, you still in the fight for the number one pick. Like I'm all for. I, me and you have always been pro not tank. Do not tank. Yeah, we made fun of the Jets because they were trying to tank and then they messed it up. But do not tank. There's no need. You can win. You can build a winner through the draft. You don't need the number one pick. This isn't the NBA. And I really hope this solidified Dan Campbell's job. Hopefully, man. Well, I mean, really there's quick. Gonna be a, really quick one. I'm gonna... so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go Dan ahead. Campbell's team is two and eleven, right? Yeah. Same record as Jacksonville, right? Correct. It's so obvious how differently the players responded to Dan Campbell and Urban Meyer, or had responded to Urban Meyer. That's the sign of a coach whose players fight for them. Compared to a, co- a team that players hate their fucking coach, so I just want to give props to Dan Campbell. They're two and eleven. They're bad. They have. They're a bad team, but they've been feisty and they've had fight and they've played really hard all year. And I commend them for that. Yeah, we we always said that even from the get go, from when we we're predicting the Lions, we're like the Lions are going to be feisty, like they're going to fight, and it's rare that they get blown out, like blown out of the water. And this game, I think it was a lot out. of. They did the blowing out. Yeah, and uh, this game, it was, it was more of just them fucking going after Kyler Murray. Honestly, oh, they teed off on him. They yeah, hit that little munchkin. They were blitzing him. They were getting putting their hands up on the line, batting down balls. He was inaccurate. It was a bunch of stuff, man. And to be honest, this is alarming. If I'm a Cardinal fan, I I gave them, I I didn't flinch last week. When they lost to the Rams, I told I told you guys on this show, like, you know what? Don't panic. I'm not panicked. Like, the Rams are a good team. It was desperation. Okay, that happens. But you go onto the road to a really bad Detroit Lions team as far as talent-wise, 
where it shouldn't matter if you don't have DeAndre Hopkins. You still have Connor. You got Edmonds back. You got Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz, A.J. Green. I mean, the list goes on. You should be able to beat this Jared Goff-led team. And that just wasn't the case, man. They got up They got up on them early. The Lions didn't turn over the ball. I mean, Jared Goff was very efficient. He played his game 21 of 26, 216 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's the key right there. Zero picks. Arizona's they ran defense the ball effectively. Arizona's defense was bad. I don't think they showed up for this game. Yeah. And then we have to talk about this one. The over-aggressiveness of teams, it's out of hand. They need to just take their fucking points. They need to take their points. There's nothing wrong with taking three. I'm going to come back to this game, but I just want to say Thursday night football. If the Chargers took their points, one every time they could, they would have won that game handedly. You don't always have to go for it. You can take field goals. You can do it. Trust me. I've seen it done. One, have you seen teams kick field goals? All the time. I see the Raiders do it. Then take your fucking three and move on. I don't know, though. I don't know. I, You're tripping. You're fucking some, okay, tripping. Look, some cases, some cases, yes. Some cases, yeah, you got to take the three. In the Chargers case, though, I would have I would have went for it most of the time. I probably only had a I, I they went for it what four times, right? Four they, times. The one I hated the most was the first play of the second play of the game for this first series. Yeah, 75 yards one. fucking one. Yeah, that's the only one I had a problem with. I said, look, you got the great kickoff. Like you take your three. Like that's the way I would no, think of it. Bro, All I the other a- ones. Sorry, All the other ahead. ones, I, I I don't have a problem with it. I, I really have don't. a problem when you're up. You're up seven points or ten. You're up ten, and you just keep trying to play for the jersey. It's like, take your three. There was, like, so many instances where they're up by ten. All they need to do is kick three. They're up by 13. Then they get a stop again. They go down again. They go for it again. It's like, bro, just keep to adding three. You'll make this shit over. I think Brandon Staley, I like him as a coach, but he's too aggressive. And I think Cliff Kingsbury today, they got a little too desperate. It's like, hey, you just take your three right here. Your team feels good about themselves. We didn't come up empty. Because if you get stopped on fourth down, it helps the other team. They start playing with confidence. Oh, shit, we got them right here. And that's what kind of happened today. They were fucking down 10-0 or 14-0. They go down. They're like, oh, we have to get a touchdown. Instead of it being 14-3 or 10-3, it's 10-0. And then they scored it's 17-0. It's like 10-3 looks a lot better. The analytics really took a hit on Thursday night football. <laughs> yeah. It, it took a hit today too. I felt like there's yeah, there's just sometimes and the what the Ravens did, it's just getting out of hand, man. Just trust your team a little bit. Like I get it. But the Chiefs offense won't well, I wouldn't say still firing on all cylinders. They were just Travis Kelsey magic on Thursday night football. Yeah. Travis. I don't Kelsey's know, man. This over aggressive shit's easy. killing me, man. It's killing me. Maybe I'm too old school, man. I I, th- I think it's it's a touch of old school like I, I don't know I I three out of the four times I would have went for it I like the times that they went for it I like the aggressiveness I like the fact that you know you're you're at home and you know they're good at that and I I I felt the opposite about it but a lot of the stuff that like today like I I just feel like it's all situation based bro like I would like a nice blend of analytics and on the field 
like actual like how the how does the game feel like feel yeah. out the game so i'm 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 on both sides of it like i cuz i i do like analytics like i do think they have a place in sports but not 100% not all the way not like some of these baseball teams like the Tampa Bay Rays i i agree with you one because there was a play in the giants game where they went for it and it's on their, they're on their own 30 with Mike Glennon at a sneak. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like the right time. Y'all haven't got shit all day. Yeah. And they get stopped. They get stopped. Yeah. Game's over. Because sometimes, sometimes, I mean, me as a Raider fan, man, the Raiders don't go for it a lot on fourth down. And I feel like they got to play more of a balance of analytics and go for it more. You know, some coaches, sometimes it's bad, dude. Sometimes you got to. To me, like when I say fill out, I feel like when when the defense is relieved that you guys are punting the ball, that's when you got to go for it. Yeah, like, I agree. When the defense is like, oh, shit. Like you can feel that. You can feel it. It's just the sense that you get. Like you can just feel that the defense is so glad that it's fourth and two. And like, oh, thank God. They would have ran another play. We probably would have gave it up. Like that's when you got to go for it. So, you know, it goes hand in hand, man. That's why the coaches get paid the big bucks, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard fucking decisions, man. It really is, man. And I think the, the Lions really quick. We're going to circle back real quick and we'll move on. The Lions today, they played their game. This was an amazing win for them. Let's hope Dan Campbell keeps his job. I think the future is not that dark in Detroit other than Goff. I think they have some yeah. solid pieces on that team. Most definitely, man. And looking at the Cardinals, and I think this will be a good time to kind of switch up our recap ways. Usually with the recaps, we go from game to game, you know. But I want to try something a little different. I'm going to bring up the standings for you guys. Just give me one second. Let me share this. And I want to show the playoff picture for you guys as I take forever. All right. There we go. Can you guys see what I'm doing? You see it, Max? I can see it, yeah. Okay. So we got the Chiefs at 10 and 4. I mean, I got lucky go, today. I think you need to go full screen with it, though. Full screen? Or I'm fucking blind, though. All right, got you. Like that? Yeah, it's even better, yeah. They don't need to see our faces the whole show. <laughs> so, look, the Chiefs got the number one spot, and that was huge because the Titans lost today to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Titans had a chance to get the number one seed because they obviously got the tiebreaker with the Kansas City Chiefs. But where do you want to go, Max? Do you want to talk about the NFC a little bit? Because the Cardinals fell today, 10-4. and four. Does this open the door for the L.A. Rams? I think 100% this does open the door, one. And real quick, you said the Chiefs are the number one seed. Is this a team we've just been over-analyzing? Like, for as as bad as they've been all year, everyone's been saying I we us, ourselves included, yeah. they're the number one seed, right? That's that's not that bad. I think New England opened the door for them too. They got their asses waxed, low key. Yep. But I would say right now, Max, just to put it like this, the three best teams in the league, in my opinion, right now. Top three, no order. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, 
and the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Who are playing the best right now. Those are three teams I do not want to play right now. That's just me. Man, if Indy had one game left against Tennessee, that door is wide effing they, open. They low-key fucking blew it, man. They lost twice to them. But they were so banged up when they played them. I know that's not yeah. I know that's an excuse, but I don't know. I think the Indy's playing great. So okay, look. I'm sorry. Let's talk about the Rams because we went all over the place. Because sometimes we like to do that. Because sometimes when we're just ca- for the type yeah. of guy, we like to bounce all over. But the Rams, who do they play this week? And their schedule's fucked. They're playing Tuesday, right? Yes. Against the Seahawks. Seahawks must win game, and it's a must win yep. game for both the Rams. You want that home field advantage. You don't want to go on the road to Lambeau, even though it seems like they kind of got it la- locked up. You got to keep yourself with a chance right there. And I think Seattle, we've talked about them. They've been a little and this whole year. The Rams need this one. Odell should be back. I know they got the COVID shit they're dealing with, but I think Seattle is kind of done this year. Seattle, yeah. They, their playoff hopes is going to be against the Rams, obviously. But even a team like San Francisco, man, they're 8-6. and six. They won today. They beat the the breaks off the Atlanta Falcons, man. Yeah, they you the said it. Like them. I feel like the Niner, the Niner wave is gonna come. You know how Joey likes to text us, bro. After a dub, when it's a, yep. when it's an L, it's a little silent. I'm just gonna say it, bro. When it's an L, I don't hear that much. But yeah, man, that's a they're tough... two games back. They're two games back of the division. I think they, the division's they, done for them. I don't think they really? can get a division. Yeah, I don't think they can get it. But can you go back one? Because I think yeah. they've basically locked up playoffs. They've yeah, locked they're, it they're up. Locked. Let's see. Oh, man. They're the six right now. That's insane to say. Because I, I think what well, they're eight and five. I mean, the Eagles have a slight chance, but you need a lot of shit to happen, man. You need a lot of shit to happen. Same thing for football team. And the 49ers, they play the Titans, Texans, and Rams. And maybe the Titans are actually going to, like, try to win that game because they need it, and it's a Thursday night game. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, man. The Titans are kind of washed right now. They need some They need some help, even though they should have won that game against They're Pittsburgh. just unhealthy. They choked, they choked that unhealthy. game away. Yeah. They're unhealthy, man. They don't – Julio got hurt again today. Hampshiring. No. Shocker. Not his hammy. I know. But – uh. Yeah, dude, the the playoff race, it's really coming down to we'll see what happened with the Saints. I think the, the Falcons are out of it. They they just played their way out of it. That was their game. They're, yeah. That yeah, was and that you was know what? Game. After they're showing today, they don't deserve to be in there. I gotta yeah. say though, one, we I think we both should. They had a really good year for what I was expecting. Most definitely. Most really frisky definitely. Team. Yeah. Most definitely. But the NFC is starting to shape up, man. I, I believe the, the Cowboys. Still haven't clinched. The Packers clinched their division. They're in. So it's. Do Can you see you... anything? Let, let's talk about that game because that was one of the biggest games. Let me let me take that take this off people's screen. Uh, let's talk about that game. Packers and Ravens. Huntley played in this game. No Lamar Jackson as ex- as we kind of you know expected. That's why we stayed a- away from the Ravens. Because we knew Lamar Jackson was banged up and super questionable for this game. Um, they fought. 
I mean, they wanted up being down by one point. They went for two, and they didn't get it right again. Again, I like. I I like, I, you know I like I, that call. I like him. I to be honest, I really. Like the one in Pittsburgh, they had it. They had a one. Yeah. TJ Watt just made a great play. Yeah. And then this one, it's kind of like you shouldn't even have been in this game because I honestly felt like the Packers were playing with their food and then put them away. Yeah. So. I it. I like it when you go for two on the road. That's just me. I like going for two on the road. I think you go for the tie at home. But, you know, are the Ravens in trouble, man? Yeah, they're done. They're done. The injuries got them. They have really? no difference makers, man. They don't. Who's have gonna many. win the division though, Max? I mean, the division I, right now. I think the Bengals got it locked up. Really? They're they're eight and six. If Lamar's out next week, and who do the? I'll look. Let me look up the Ravens. Who they play? They play the Bengals next week. So it's that game. It's that. That's the game. Yeah, but I mean, that's, is it one? Because they also play the Rams and the Steelers. So if the Bengals lose, they still have a slight chance. But you you need to win this game. You need to control your own destiny. And then the Browns still play the Raiders. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll see. No, Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. I'm sorry. Correct. You were correct. Pittsburgh won today. They got a slight chance. I mean, the North is fucked, bro. I mean, so many teams can win it. This is Everyone the NFC can win least. it in their division. This is the NFC least from last year. Really? Is the AFC least, yeah. <laughs> there's not like there's no like team that can pull ahead. They just keep destroying each other. Yeah. Any thoughts on the Bengals win? They beat the Broncos today. Prayers to Teddy B. That was not to quote one. I think he, he looked did. dead. He, he looked, looked dead. This was not a good weekend for the NFL when it came to neck injuries and taking guys off stretchers. Thursday night Parham. football. Parham. Hope he's doing good. There was a safety. That was. Jets, same thing. One more thing, one more thing, Max. Sorry for interrupting. No, but Parham, okay. that's one of the most awkward ones I've seen because it did not look that bad. No, he just smashed his head on the on the turf or whatever it is over there. Yeah, that one was scary because it looked like a normal play to me. You know, just a guy hitting the the ground pretty mm-hmm. hard, but yeah. it was scary, man. They wanted up taking him on the stretcher. I was shocked. Plus, he dropped the touchdown pass. I mean. That's caught if he doesn't wind up falling that hard. Yeah, but. exactly. There's just not a good weekend for the NFL when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Because that's the that is the worst part about football. Yeah. Those injuries that's- and what happened to Ryan Shazier is kind of a microchasm of it. But the Bengals, they got a much needed win. Uh Teddy Bridgewater, he didn't play that good when he was there. Drew Locke came in and tried to fuck up the game. He tried to bring it back. <laughs> they need a quarterback that's- in Denver. They need a quarterback bad. Honestly, would it be bad if they fired Vic Fangio but just said you can coach the defense? Man, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Right? It's honestly not his fault on offense, though, because he doesn't run the offense. I mean, it's he just runs the defense. Like, it's not his fault that he that they can't get a quarterback, is it? He's not the GM. Right. He didn't draft Drew Locke in the second and trade for Teddy B. But I, I, I like the addition what Teddy B brought when they did it because it's like maybe they can just win some games on defense. But I don't He's think just that's not enough. That's just not a sustainable thing anymore in yeah. the NFL. You need like a historic defense now in the NFL. You can't just have a very good defense run the ball. It's just not like that anymore. 
No. And that brings the Broncos to seven and seven. Fake ass team. <clears throat> I think this 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 is a tough loss, bro. Oh, because really they is. were in it. They they were in it. Their defense still looks good. They're just one of those squads where they're gonna be in the Rodgers and whatever quarterback Russell Wilson sweepstakes, man. Because they're literally a quarterback away. Their line is decent. The running backs, Williams, man, can't stop praising the rookie. Great running back. Their defense is pretty good as advertised. They're just literally a quarterback away, man. And it's going to be scary if Rodgers or Russell Wilson goes to Denver. It's going to be tough, man. But it really will. I think they're done. They're done. Seven and seven. Uh, let's take a look at their schedule. I believe they probably have to play the Chiefs one more time. Yeah, they do. I think they close the season on the Yeah, on they the close Chiefs. the season with three division games. Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. And you play at Vegas and at LA. At least the LA game's a home game for them. Right. <laughs> it's a home game for everyone. There was a lot of red on Thursday night. Oh, yes, there was, man. But you know, the, <laughs> I feel like the Chargers are the the pre like the for sure like just team away like team one year away one year Ooh, away the team. chargers yeah they're like the premier that even though they're kind of there they could be special if they just added a couple pieces because they have the best young quarterback in football yeah who's a freaking machine when it comes to throwing i would say this i think he outplayed patrick mahomes on thursday night that's just my estimation of it i don't agree with that you mean I throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey and letting him run is? Hey man, I that, I still think that means you're playing a, better. That's what you're telling me. I, I think I think Patrick Mahomes, the throws that he makes now, it's like a regular thing, but it's still hard to throw those balls that he that he throws. Honestly, I mean, in, in overtime, yeah, Travis Kelsey made a play, yeah, but still, the third downs, the tight windows that this guy throws through like fuck man that last last uh last thursday besides that weird pass that he had on the goal line where it kind of like slipped out of his hands and he was throwing to hardman mm-hmm. it was the first time i see mahomes look like mahomes all year that i i feel bad because so many people made fun of that play but he grabbed he just tried to grab the ball he didn't even grab it by the seams that's happened that's happened to me a yeah. lot of times throwing the ball that's happened to me a lot. That's why they like, put the seams there. Right. People who don't know that. But honestly, it comes down to this one. The Chargers choked that game. They needed to win that game. If they won that game, they were in control of their destiny. And I still think they're a playoff lock, but you they could have won the division if they won they're that just, game. Yeah, they're just flawed, man. Yeah, they're, they're young. They're young, too. They have some stuff to do. And where should we go next? Oh, you know what game we didn't talk about? One. I want to talk about the Patriots at the Colts. That was a... Wow. It wasn't yeah. a great game till the end. And I feel like this has become such a theme of the NFL where it's like, oh, we just don't put teams away. We just get, they just start coming the F back. Yep. Well, do you remember what our top key for this game was for the Colts? Turnovers. Second one then. Stopping the run. Run the damn ball. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, man, best running back in football, continues his ascension on the crown that's held by Derrick Henry. This is the type of running back you pay one, I think. And you know what's cool about him, one? He doesn't have a fifth-year option. So you can't run him into the ground and then pay him. 
Wow. So he might be productive when they pay him. And Darius Leonard one. I don't know. I don't know where you want to rank this on the all-time stiff arms. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> for a Darius Leonard is too. the best linebacker in football. Is it close? I'm just I don't think it's close this year. It's not close this year, but some guys are playing pretty good. Uh a guy that's playing pretty good that no one's really talking about is low-key Bobby Wagner. I mean, Bobby Wagner's having a great year. He's gonna hey, literally break he's gonna break his single season tackles hey, at Juan, this age. When you do it for so long, it's just not in cool anymore. All right, right. So I'm still gonna give him his praise. Bobby Wagner is still really good. He's he may not be the guy that he was in coverage three years ago, but goddamn, he's still a freaking good linebacker, man. But Darius Leonard, I think he's taking the crown. Fred Warner had the crown last year. Um, he's took a step back, just a little step, not huge, still Pro Bowl linebacker, but he is not the best linebacker this year. The best linebacker in football this year, hands down, is Darius Leonard. The he's a playmaker. Man. He literally he's, so many. He scores points for the Colts. I, and I have to say one. Even Fred Warner last year, I thought he was really good. He just he doesn't seem to be the turnover machine that Leonard is. Yeah, that's so valuable, man. It really is. And I, you know, I got to tip my hat to Mac Jones. One, he he fought through it that game. The Colts were whooping the Patriots' ass. It wasn't just Mac Jones sucking. It was the whole team was getting their ass whooped by the Colts. Yeah. I think the Colts have the recipe to beat the Patriots. I think, like I said, man, uh, I do not want to play the Colts right now. The Colts are one of the best teams in the league. You they're, know, on, they're on fire. You know some dumbass on our podcast picked the Patriots this week? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding. You ain't dumb, moi. You know I what? Just though? hate it's, the Patriots. You got to go with the Colts, baby. It's very rare. It's very rare. This is why I'm 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 making them one of the best teams in the league. It's very rare when everyone knows who your best player is, and the Patriots don't neutralize that. It is. I think that just it's super screams rare. about how good the O line is in the yes, run game. They because they Carson Wentz completed five passes. They ran to that left side every fucking play that was big. Behind, uh, what's his name? Nelson. Quinn Nelson. Quinn Nelson. Big Quinn. Who's the best left guard in the league? Probably Can the we best come up lineman. With a nickname for him, real quick. You want to spend like two minutes coming up with one? Nasty. That's Quinn be nasty. nasty. Big nasty. Big Quinn nasty. nasty. Quinn nasty. <laughs> Quinn nasty, baby. Yeah, he's amazing, dude. Look. The, the Colts are dangerous, man. It was weird the way they started off that game. It, they started they, – they didn't even run the ball. They went three and out <laughs> with three straight passes. Carson Wentz only completed 5-1 this yeah. whole game. Like, I and, don't think he was bad, but, like, they just never needed him really. He made one really bad decision on a pick that kind of gave him were, They were truly scared of him making a mistake, though, because, like I said, I think it was – the difference was the turnover. That's that that was the difference in this game because the Patriots did come back and mm-hmm. that block punt wound up being the big difference. It did. And Mac Jones threw a pick in the red zone to Darius Leonard, which was a very bad yeah. play. Yeah. But they all look all the all the bad stuff that happened the first three quarters, the Patriots managed to find their way back in. And one one guy that was missing for the Patriots was Damian Harris. I felt like Damian Harris was a big loss, and they didn't run Ramondre Stevenson as much as I wanted to. They ran a little bit too much Bolden, in my opinion. But the Patriots are still good. I just think the Colts are that dangerous. 
And the only team that I feel like that can beat them, who did, is the Bucks. who I said. The three teams you do not want to play right now and the three teams who I think are the best teams in the league right now are the Chiefs, Buccaneers, and the Colts. Those are the three best teams. I feel like you're forgetting about the Packers. The Packers are good, but I'm I'm sorry. Those three teams have a different element to them, man. I just... The way that they're winning games is fucking crazy, man. The Packers are good, yes, but I don't I don't trust them. I don't I don't trust them in an NFC championship, as crazy as that sounds. I don't trust them. You don't trust I them to see. win or you don't trust them to get there. I don't trust them to win it. <laughs> I get you. I dude. can see I can see all three of those teams. The Chiefs, even though the Chiefs don't play in their division, but I can especially see the Colts and the Bucks if they had to go to Lambeau to beat them in Lambeau. That's the way I see it. Dang. That's pretty bold, one. That's the way I see it, man. Not Even though team. we won't see that because the Colts are in the AFC, obviously. But the, the Bucks are still good, man. The Bucks are the best team in the league. Hopefully, means saying that and they don't fucking lay an egg against the Saints, who beats Tom Brady every single time but the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man. it's The Colts are really good. I, I love what... Is there any chance that... They were breaking down a couple of the numbers with Jonathan Taylor. He's already there as far as number-wise as the past MVPs who have won the award that are running back. So the APs, the Marshall Fox, the LaDainian Tomlinson, I believe they had like 1,700-plus scrimmage yards. Yeah, but and he, he, was, needed, he needs to get 2,000 rushing, bro. Yeah, That's all anyone cares about, 2,000 rush yeah. yards because it's yeah. a story. I think I think there's a chance that he can do it, man. If you're a JT MVP guy, you got to hope that tonight Brady doesn't light it up. I think if Brady lights it up tonight, it's sealed. But if Brady lays an egg against this Saints defense and the Saints get him again, that opens the door for JT, man. I think he legitly has a chance. What do you think? I think you're right, man. And I think if there's a week Tom Brady might lay an egg against the Saints defense who kind of have his number in the regular season and the Bucks, but the Saints defense is that stout. It's a very good defense. Yeah. And they just play good against Brady. They, they do. do. They kind of have a thing. It's not like Sean Payne's a bad coach, even though he's not coaching. It's Dennis Allen, your boy. <laughs> DA. <laughs> Fuck Dennis Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the games while we've recapped a lot. We've <laughs> talked about some of the scenarios. You want to hit the Jets and Dolphins real quick. And I think there's one thing we both want to hit on because we've been seeing a lot of stuff about somebody. And then we also have the Panthers and Bills and the Titans and Steelers. You said about the Panthers and Bills, I bet my house Panthers are going to lose this game. Yeah. And you are correct, sir. Especially when I seen that the Panthers kicker was out. out. (laughs) He got literally got hurt during warmups. They had PJ Walker kicking a whole bunch of people. That's a time when you wish you had Chad, jo- Chad Johnson on your team, a.k.a. Ocho Cinco. Or my boy, Camu Groyser Hill, bro. I don't know if you remember Sunday Night <laughs> Football. Our linebackers punting balls 80 yards. You should have seen P.J. Walker try to kick off. Oh, for... I seen it. I seen when they showed, like, the um, – Fucking the, terrible. Uh, dude, they had this one guy kick it as a receiver, and he was just, like, shanking everything. And it was, like, in, like, two yards. They just don't got it like that. You know, and that's why kickers are important. 
But you know what? Like I said, from the Bills, even if they win this page, because they, they got to go to New England next week, which I don't think is as big as a game as people think. They play the Falcons and the Jets after that, who they're going to smash on. <laughs> and they're going to look good again like they did today against Carolina. Do not trust them. I don't care what I've seen. From, I've seen enough from the Bills. There's nothing that's going to ride me towards like, oh, they're a Super Bowl team now because they blew out the fucking Falcons and the Jets and the Panthers. I don't care. I've seen enough. I've seen them in a playoff atmosphere. I don't trust them. They're going to still make the playoffs. They're going to have a good record. They are not Super Bowl bound. I'm just going to repeat that about the Bills. Nothing changed they, today. They would have to have some type of hot streak to make it. And I just don't think yeah. that's I don't think that's going to be the one this year on. Yeah. They were going to have to Josh Allen to turn into Joe Flacco for 4 weeks. You know what? They're going to have to magically just get a run game, which I don't think is going to happen. No. Hasn't happened last year, it's not going to happen this year. And the only the only team I've seen do it is honestly the Kansas City Chiefs. That's it. I've seen them just have a shit regular season as far as running wise. And then the playoffs came, they just running the ball with freaking Williams, Damian Williams out of nowhere. And I don't, I, I honestly don't see that for the Bills, man. So look, great win today. They look good. Don't trust it. I don't care. Don't, don't trust the Buffalo Bills. Uh, let's hit on you. the Jets, Jets and Dolphins. So, do you know what I was referring to? And if you do, you can just say it. Tua. Tua's not the guy. He's not. <laughs> I don't care how much they manage him. They He gets a little cocky against a team that sucks. He almost cost him the game. He threw a disgusting pick six. He's just, man, so, I don't know, one. He's just not the guy, man. I just don't see franchise quarterback game changer. He threw for 200 yards today. He doesn't air the ball out. He's He has some accuracy, but he does make bad decisions sometimes. I just don't like what I see from them. That's a tough look for my guy. He yeah, he threw a really bad pick six, man. That shit was horrible. Uh the Jets, they could have won this game, man. They just they can't make enough plays in the passing game. They had a fourth down, and the receiver didn't even fucking run the route with enough depth to the sticks. <laughs> like that's that's what Zach Wilson is working with here. That's Game pretty, on the line. That's pretty high up on the I'm we're a shit team things to look for. I, yeah, and I know because the Raiders do that. Like, that's what the Raiders used to do when they're really, really bad. Like, shit like that. It's like game on the line, fourth down. You run the route. You get open, but you're not even past the sticks. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's, it's terrible. I feel bad for Zach Wilson, who I don't think played that bad today. I don't think he played bad. I saw some stuff from him today that make me think he can be the guy. It's kind it's of hard, hard to evaluate these guys who are in such bad yeah. positions. There's a reason the Jets picked two one. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. There's a reason these guys are that bad. And for the Jets, I mean, I know they don't have a good record, but they've been in some competitive games. They've won some games they shouldn't win. There's there's some like glimmer of hope for this team, isn't there? For the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, they next season, some... obviously. This year's yeah. done. They got to get some guys back. Um, they got they got to build a, 
lot more with Zach Wilson. Get some receiving guys in there. I mean, they signed a guy in um, what's his name Davis that came from the Titans. Corey Davis, yeah, he's Corey Davis. Up. Corey Davis been hurt all year. Um, their marquee fran- uh, free agent guy got hurt in training camp. Carl Lawson. That was, was supposed to be them. their yeah big time pass rusher. Um, they're they're banged up, man. Their star. Left tackle, Makai Becton gets hurt. Week two, out for a year. Yeah, so they they got some work to do. Get some guys back from injury. Sign some help. Don't have Barrios as your fucking receiver. (sighs) They take the guy off. They need that white slot receiver one. Jeez, you're not the Patriots. Okay? Stop trying to be like the Patriots. Go out and find another dude. Okay? (laughs) Sign, Sign like Sammy Watkins. You know, no, sign like a no, like a they, level guy like that. Why do you need Sammy Watkins when you have Corey Davis on? I know, but it, still. Is that not just a little redundant to you, or is it yeah. just me? I mean, fuck it. You got two of them. One of them gets hurt. You got the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at the Dolphins' schedule, flipping on the Dolphins' side, look, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're on the outside looking in from the playoffs. There's a lot of things that have to happen. And remind you, this was a team that was two and seven at one point. I think a lot of it comes down to the lack of quarterback position in run game. They need to work on. I think the defense you can pretty much have it set in stone. You can add a piece here or there. This year, you go all in on the offense. Maybe that means keeping Tua and just build it around them, just so you can see for sure. You know how teams love to talk themselves into guys. But other than that, the the defense pretty much set one. Does this defense carry them to win out, though? No, I don't they know. They got three more games to go. You want to hear who they play? I would like to hear that, please. Thank you. They play at New Orleans. I think it's a primetime game because it says 5-15. At Tennessee. And then they finish off with the Patriots at home. No, they, they might win one of those games. That's a tough little slate. I mean, you can see with this winning streak, it's nothing crazy. The best team that they played was the Ravens, and the Ravens have been unraveling since then. They got the Texans, suck. Ravens, Jets, suck. Panthers, suck. Giants, suck. Jets, suck. That's their win streak. It's just a little too late they turned it on, man. They choked some games they should have won. So it's all bad for them. Yeah. We'll see where the Dolphins go from here, man. But anything else you want to talk about, Max? I think we got everything. Uh, let me see. I want to just double check. We hit the games. What time? We're at fifty-eight minutes, Sam. We've been doing fifty-eight minutes. Felt like a. This felt like five minutes, man. Are you excited for the NBA at all? I. You know what? Can we talk about the COVID situation in both leagues? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'm sorry to say, but I don't. I don't want to say they should cancel it one, but it's unraveled by basketball has been unraveled. There's like. I feel like every time I turn on my phone, check just check stuff. Postpone. Yeah. Yeah. COVID, there's like an outbreak on the Nets, an outbreak on the Lakers, Wolves. Now they're considering letting asymptomatic players play. I mean, I feel like we're these are just half measures, man. We just aren't dealing with the problem. And it's none of the players' fault unless they're doing stuff that's irresponsible. Sometimes you just catch COVID. Sometimes you go out and you go get food, and I guess it just passes through the mask or whatever. And you get it. It's no one's fault, but I'm just saying it just seems like an outbreak. We're postponing NFL games again. I thought we were in the clear. 
I thought we didn't postpone games in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I thought if only you one had suits guys them. on COVID, you had to forfeit the game. But I guess not. Not the case for the Eagles in Washington. Not the case for the Raiders and Browns. But, you know, whatever. I, I don't know, man. It's it's a big-ass shit fest because it's all politics, bro. It's all this shit is. It's all politics, man. And one side... One side, I can only speak for the for the NFL. I don't know what's happening in the NBA. I don't know the protocols and the way shit works as much as the NFL. This is what I know with the NFL. The NFL PA, the guys who actually run it, they, they don't have the same mindset as the actual players. I know it's called the, the National Football League Players Association, but the majority of the players don't agree with what they agree upon. Like, none of them do. And what the NFLPA wants is they want to stick with the daily testing. And everyone else in the building and everyone and all the players are saying, well, if you're testing daily for this, like, someone's going to come up. Like, you're going to get false positives consistently if you're testing every single day. And it's like the NFLPA is like, oh, well, we want to be safe. Like, don't you guys want to be safe? Like, I just feel like it's so hard to find a middle ground. What's safe? What's not right? What's caring? What's caring too much? It's just a big ass shit fest, man. Like, I don't know what to think. I just know I find it really hard to believe that with the Raiders and Browns situation that this happened. Because J.C. Treader is one of the top dudes for the NFLPA. And who does J.C. Treader play for? The okay. Cleveland Browns. So I find it kind of odd that the Browns wanted up getting this. Just saying. I agree with you. One, It's kind of like how, you know, Chris Paul is a big wig in the Players Association. So somehow there's some COVID stuff that happens in his favor. There's some decisions that happen in his favor. The refs suck up to him, or players suck up to him. It's just unfortunate, yeah. man. There's, I mean, it's no one's fault. The ho- the out the pandemic. No one, no <clears> one's <throat> fault. It's just, it just sucks for sports. It sucks for life, you know. Yeah. The best like we me, can do for is instance, try to be safe. Like, a, a perfect example is like me right now. Like I got a cold right now. I got tested twice for COVID. I did a home test and I went to go get tested at an actual facility. Came out negative both times. But I'm still coughing a little bit. You know, I got the common cold. But, you know, maybe if I I, I test it every single day, one of those days I'm going to come out false positive probably. Mm-hmm. And yeah, since no, the it. fact that I'm I'm sick, I got a cold, people are going to be oh, this guy has COVID, you know? And that's just, that's just the way it is. But the, what I was going to say, Max, I think the biggest difference from the NFL and the NBA is that the NBA, for the most part, the players who have a say so are the star players. LeBron, Chris Paul, uh, Kevin Durant, all these guys have a say. It's kind of like how they were complaining about the the uh what was it last year? The season? Oh, the, there was the, uh, the break and how right. short it was. But it's like you motherfuckers agreed upon this. And it's kind of the same thing with the NFL, but not really because the guys who run the NFL PA, it's a lot of just 
no name. It's not like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. It's more like J.C. Treader, like a center that you never heard of on the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. or like a fullback. Yeah, and they don't they don't have the same the weight. It's they like don't pull the same spe- weight. Yeah, they don't hone the same weight, and they don't necessarily like i hate to say it but the star players in the nfl don't really care about it as much like they really don't it's also a much broader like fraternity of guys in the nfl compared to the nba where each guy has each team has 15 players nfl there's 55 right so it's a lot harder in general just to be so like player-sided but yeah it's a big mess they got to do something with the protocols i i wouldn't do the nfl's route and say we got to tighten up more I just feel like you need to you need to revamp it. You need to revamp it a little bit. I, I think they should take away daily testing. Uh, honestly, I really do think they should. And I'm not saying because I don't believe in the, the virus or anything like that. I just feel like it's just more of a chance to get a false positive. You know, yeah, it's just too many variables. So too it's many definitely a very it's definitely a very sticky road to yeah. the perfect formula, but. Hopefully they can right. figure something out because games being postponed and canceled, especially this close to the playoffs, is not a good sign for anybody. Exactly. But you brought up one thing you want to talk about. Can I bring up one thing I want to talk about? I forgot All to bring out. it up on Wednesday. All out. I forgot to bring it up on Wednesday. All out. The number one player in the country, Max, signed with Jackson State. And for those of you that don't know who Jackson State is, it's the it's a black college. Historically black college. HBCU, as the kids It's an HBCU, say. and it is coached by Hall of Famer cornerback Deion Sanders. He's the head coach for Jackson State, and the number one player just signed with them. How do you feel about this? Is this a big step forward? For black colleges, is this so. a big step? I think it's still. I think it's going to be a bigger thing in college basketball, because not that NFL players aren't pro black colleges, but especially I've seen a huge trend in the NBA with HBCU, where like they're wearing gear. Chris Paul's wearing stuff. LeBron's wearing like a sweatshirt for a college. You know, they just had um Jace, uh, who was it? Michael B. Jordan on Bleacher Report giving out his like top five alumni from historically black colleges. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool to see. I mean, I, I really can't say, like, I felt that coolness of college just because I've never been one I care enough about colleges. But there's a lot of school pride. And if we can get some of these historically black colleges better prospects and make them powerhouses, I'm all for it. I don't care. Man, fuck the Bama. Thing, the, the, thing with, the thing with me is, like, this kid goes to Bama or USC. No one's talking about it. No, not at all. I mean, I guess no it's one cares. Kind of trailblazing. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, they talk about it a little bit just because he's the number one player, you know. Yeah. But I get you. There's a little bit more. But it's like, not nationally. We we don't talk about it. We wouldn't no, brought would it talk up. about it. Correct. Yeah. I would never talk about it. But the thing that gets me is because, you know, I, I'm a big fan of I Am Athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a podcast with Brandon Marshall, Channing uh, Crowder, and Chad Elcho Cinco and Fred Taylor. And they had a big discussion about this. They had Dion on and Channing Crowder, not a big NFL player, but he was really pushing back on it. He was like, I would not let like this guy's black. He's a black player. He played in the NFL. Um, he he went to uh, Florida for college, but he straight up said he was like, my son, if he was the number one recruit, 
I would not tell them to go to Jackson State or any of these black colleges. They're like, why? They're like, well, I just know my son is not going to get the same the same opportunities that he yeah. will get at, at an Alabama or Florida. Well, let's like, think about the facilities. There's no way they have a That's the nice first facility. thing he brought up. Yeah. But you know what? Deion Sanders is really making a push for it. He's educating these guys. He's making it different to go to a to Jackson State. Like he had Brittany Renner, one of the IG models, come and teach the guys about. Is is that the chick who trapped PJ Washington? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. It's Literally awesome. teaching them. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's kind of funny, but at the end of the day, it's kind of cool. Like Deion Sanders cares. No, you know he definitely I mean? does. Yeah, and that's a like real Dion. fucking scenario. It's a real yeah. thing that fucking happens. You know? Yeah. I mean, like fuck girls. her in general, but just <laughs> it's 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 eye opening for these guys because she's like, yeah, this is my DMs. Those guys all want me. You guys think yeah. you're special and shit. Like, nah. There's a million of you, like, like guys. There's girls to... out there literally trying to get your bag. Yeah, like I mean, they... it happened with Gary on Conley. Nine of the draft and too many guys, man. Yeah, not Probably just guys Brian that we Banks. don't even know about. That got into trouble, you know. Remember Sean Oakman, the dude from Baylor who was the meme? Yep. Happened to him. Yep. yep. His and whole career that, wasted because of that. Yeah. But one, I have so, a quick little trivia for you about Jackson State. Do you know their most famous football alum, someone who went there? I don't. Walter Payton went to Jackson State. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. shit. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's no doubt this kid could still be a top draft pick if he goes there. There's no doubt about that. But just I the wall. I the, think uh, Max, the biggest thing is that he did it. Like that that's where the conversation ended. It was like that's what Channing Crowder said. He was like, until I see it, until somebody actually does it, yeah, it's fun talking about like, oh, let's go to Jackson State and you're not even that good of a recruit. Until one guy d- actually does it and s- skips aside Florida, Florida State, Bama, USC, and goes to Jackson State, that's where things are gonna change. And it's crazy that it actually happened. This could the be the number change. one player actually. You could be watching the change right now. Yep. So and I think the number one, the number one basketball recruit, Mocker. I don't want to say his name because it's Mocker Mocker. It's 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 a uh, Thought Maker's brother. Yeah. I think he's going to a historically black college. Yeah. And he's the number one player in college. Or he's a five star. He's going to Howard. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in the five star so we'll recruit. See. So it could be yeah because people. Eyes. I mean, people that are good at in football and bat, just sports in general. There's there's been a lot of people coming out of HBCUs that have had success in big time sports. I mean, like uh, Marcellus Payton. Wiley, yeah, Marcellus like Wiley came out of an HBCU or Robert uh, Ivy League. Robert Perring, uh, Robert Covington went to Tennessee State, so historically black college. Yeah, there's something so, stopping these guys from doing it. It's just if yeah, they want it's, to, it's they, just the big time dudes don't do. Don't it. go to you don't have to go there if it's not a right fit for you. Go where's the best yeah. fit for you, and if that's Jackson State. Go for it. If that's Alabama, yeah. do you? I, I'm rooting for Jackson State, man. I, I like what they got going on. Dion got both of his kids there. Uh, Are his kids good? Yeah, they're pretty good. I'm just asking. I don't know. What they're, they're, not, they're not five stars, but I think they were like three stars, like three star, almost four star athletes. What out. happened to Snoop's kid who played football? Are they the ESPN special? I don't, I don't think he wanted up being that good. Oh, <laughs> dang. I was rooting for that kid. Oh man, no, nah, but Deion's Coach kids Snoop. are actually Deion's kids are actually good. They could have easily went to a big time school. Yeah. The yeah. shit, stay home, stay with dad. Let's do it. Hey, yeah. See what happens, man. But that's gonna do it 
for the Max and Wancast Week 15 recap. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button, man. It helps out tremendously. It's the holiday season. It's giving season. Why don't you just give us a like? That'll be your present to yeah. us. We'll honestly be so grateful for it. Um, if you guys have any questions, comment down below. Any thoughts, opinions on anything we talked about, go ahead and comment down below. Same thing for your audio listeners. Same roles apply. You can five-star rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can write a review for us. Can they follow how us great- on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube one? Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Be subscribe great, right? to us on Spotify. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. All of that stuff, bro. It greatly, greatly. Or, you know what? It. If you already subscribe and you want to tell somebody about us, that'd be great too. Yeah. Mouth. Anything would be great. Word of any, mouth. Any little help we can get. We'll take Anything man. helps, bro. Um, the holiday season is here, man. Due to me being kind of under the weather, me and Max have not been linked up as much. But apparently, Max has a gift for me for Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. We don't know. The Max if he's and One Cast gift show exchange. It, I will show, show it, it on stream. I will. I don't know. <laughs> but have you have you have you figured it out yet? Because I gave you a hint no, last week. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but I look forward to it, bro. Okay. But uh we signing out we out peace